0: Hello Rocket listeners, Simone here from Rocket, the show you're listening to right now. So full disclosure, we recorded, Brie and I recorded this episode last week when we were worried that there might be a horrible technical disaster with the episode that we had recorded with the hard drive guys. Luckily, there wasn't a horrible technical disaster, definitely, and everything turned out fine. So this news, it might be a week old, but we haven't talked about it yet. And hopefully it'll still be. No, it will definitely be interesting to you because we talk about Pokemon. We talk about the new MacBook Pro. We talk about the upcoming Black Friday, which we might prove just doesn't need to exist at all. It's up to you guys. So uh, thank you for bearing with us. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Rocket, Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Pingdom and Ahrefs and Hover. I'm Simone de Rochefort, video producer at polygon.com. And I'm here today with Brianna Wu, Democratic candidate for Congress and very busy lady.
1: <laughs> you know, there have been over 19,000 new registered voters in my district in just the last 11 months. So oh, my God. I go out and talk to all of them and be like, hey, have you heard the good news about Brianna Wu? So that's
0: too much, That's like more people than I probably meet in a year.
1: It's, you know, there are days your face hurts from smiling. Yeah, You get home and your muscles and your face hurt. It's a weird profession. What are you going to do about it?
0: (laughs) Well, we have an exciting show for you today. We're going to talk about those new MacBook Pros. And we're also going to engage in some discussion of uh, consumer culture uh, and talk about Black (laughs) Friday and some of those deals, those raw, sick deals that are coming up. Um, And then we're going to talk about the new Pokemon because we like to have a little fun around here on Rockets. Yeah. So first up, of course, is the new MacBook Pro. So Apple has launched their new 16-inch MacBook Pro. It is a roughly a million (laughs) dollars, by which I mean over two thousand dollars. But that's fine. That's what you you get what you pay for with that Pro machine. But I think you're getting an extra
1: inch, Simone. That's an extra inch. inch. Yes. the but, older one is 15 inches. This one is 16. I'm so getting you, an
0: inch for free?
1: Well, not for free. It's very expensive. It's incredibly expensive. And you're also getting an old keyboard, so it's a good dynamic there.
0: Wait, it says the keyboard is good, though.
1: It's a good keyboard, but it's an old keyboard. So this is explain. Yes. Yeah, so okay. So Apple comes out with their new improved scissor key switch uh, switch for their MacBooks, uh, which is terrible. I personally have had three count them three different keyboards repaired at this point. And then Apple with this one said, "Yeah, what? Well, we're going back to the old version where they huh? can actually repair a single key and not take apart the entire upper." assembly of your computer over several days oh, no. uh, so the so you're spending two thousand dollars for a macbook with a keyboard from the magical year of i believe uh 2015 and 2015 was a much better time i think for everyone <laughs> to- so, 2015 yeah. was
0: an incredible time for macbooks it was an yes. incredible time for the nation of the united yes. states of america yeah i w- so essentially what i'm getting here because it is the same price as the old fifteen-inch MacBook, I'm getting a free inch and a free <laughs> old keyboard. Right, that's it's amazing. Just thrown in
1: there, yeah. What a deal! I so I my husband and this is something I haven't really dealt with where you get older and your sight starts to go. My my husband does have that, and he adored his old seventeen-inch MacBook, and this is kind of almost a return to that era where you could get a giant MacBook. So, I don't know. You do a lot of video editing. I mean, you're on a 13-inch. This would be three more inches for you.
0: I am actually, uh, my work laptop is the 15-inch MacBook Pro. So, it'd only be one extra inch. But, I mean, it does have the touch bar as well. So, that's something that I have yet to experience because I am still on the older model without the touch bar Um, is how I could use that in my video editing. Um, And I believe the trackpad's bigger too, right?
1: I also have not ever experienced the touch bar, Simone, because I don't use it in mine because it's so pointless. Uh, (laughs) It's so terrible. It's just there. And even the Verge is like, uh, yeah, it's got a touch bar and it's there. So, okay. Um, It does have a dedicated escape key, though, which is a thing that drives me bananas. About the touch bar because you'll be typing, you'll accidentally rest your finger there, and oop, you just escaped and oh, closed no, out. That of would everything. drive me absolutely wild. Yeah. Um,
0: so, I guess my big question is: Yes, it has the same old keyboard. Yes, it is an inch bigger, but the internals are improved. Do yep. you think if I were a person who was getting into the MacBook Pro market at this time? is this what I would want to go for?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, Simone, I bought my 13 inch last uh, year. And if you remember on the show, they swore up and down. They said, we fix the keyboard. It's better. I just got my MacBook back a couple of days ago. There was, it was a lie. And they said, we've improved the membrane around it. Um, I, I'm i really at a point where I would not recommend anyone buy a MacBook with the scissor key switch keyboards. And the um, butterfly key. The I'm sorry, you're right. The butterfly key. No, keys. it's easy uh, to, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now I feel like I would say, okay, this is a MacBook you might want to consider buying. But at the same time, $2,000 is a hell of a lot of money. That is really expensive.
0: Yeah, so I guess keeping that in mind, what is for you the pro uh, portable machine equivalent if somebody doesn't want to spend 2300 minimum minimum, probably more like 3000 max for the MacBook Pro?
1: Well, um, you know, the iMac is a very good machine. It's a great deal. Um, I bought mine about three years ago. I use it all day, every day for call time, and then I use it for Rocket, and then I use it for writing. It's a really good machine. Um, I mean, this is – I would kind of turn that around on you, Simone. Uh, How many years old is your 13-inch at this point?
0: Uh, Gosh, I think it uh, must be almost five
1: years old. yeah. So um, you know, I have a 2013 15 inch MacBook, which is still a champ. I absolutely love that thing and will never ever sell it or give it up. Um, but at the same time, five years—this is a point where maybe you might want to think about a new MacBook. And uh, yeah, for you, right. doing video editing, this is this was made for you, right?
0: Yeah, I think for me. I in my personal life especially cuz I get a laptop through work which is my 15 inch pro um right. which is also let me just quickly check the date on that it's a it's also a mid 2015 so that both of my machines are from 2015 yeah um and my personal the 13 inch is refurbished and this one I believe is new um right. in my personal life I think I'm still not I would not be ready to commit to something of this size and price um especially since mostly what I do in my personal time I, I don't necessarily need uh, the the pro capabilities although maybe I'll yeah. change my tune if my computer keeps crashing on me right, <laughs> um, right. <laughs> but yeah for for video editing certainly I I appreciate that they've apparently addressed some of the the heat issues on this um right. Because my laptop, when I in the instances when I do, you know, load my footage on Dropbox and go edit video at home off of my my work laptop, um, it gets to screaming. And it gets to heating up on me. (laughs) And everyone tells me, IT keeps telling me, your battery is eligible for recall because it could burst into flame. Do you want us to fix it? And I keep telling them, no.
1: Why do you say that? Of course you should fix it. We don't want you on fire. I just saw Ford versus Ferrari last night. (gasps) I don't want you on fire, Simone. It doesn't end well. Uh, so,
0: incredible spoilers for Ford versus Ferrari, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> if I There's a crash, honestly, there's a crash. Yes.
0: I have not heard a single thing about that movie until probably a day ago when someone was like, "Yeah, and it's perfect Oscar a perfect Oscar contender." And I was like, "What the flip are you? I've never <laughs> even heard of this movie. It sounds like an ad." Um, <gasps> but it's good to know that somebody does burst into flames and die. Um, I can hopefully not model that behavior.
1: Well, I, I wouldn't say that's That actually may or may not happen. I just want to say I didn't say that happened. Okay. I just said okay. there was an accident at one point in the movie. Gotcha. So, anyway, look. <laughs> the point me, is. <laughs> look, uh, so uh, it's really worth taking taking a beat here and, and really emphasizing. Um, for a 15-inch professional laptop, this – is a machine that you should expect to use for at least five years. Uh, I developed all of Rev60 on a 2014 MacBook Pro, and um, it's not my daily machine anymore. But I, I have it. I use it. It's a fantastic machine, and just because it's a few years old, I, I think you should expect to keep using that. So, yeah, don't feel guilty about that. I think if you're so, let's look at this machine. Let's really get down to the nitty gritty. Sixteen inches, so the screen is good. They went back to an old keyboard style. That's good. Dedicated uh, escape key is good. Touch bar. I've never met anyone that likes it. I'm ever. I mean, I've met people <laughs> that fair. think it's okay. But um, so you're good saying twenty four hundred dollars? Yes, good sound. You're spending twenty four hundred with Apple Care included with that, which, for the love of God, never buy a MacBook without Apple Care. <laughs> That's going to be what another three hundred dollars on top of that. Then, if you're talking about getting the slightly bigger hard drive, which is always a good call in these machines, you're talking at three thousand uh, dollars. And it's like
0: over the course of hopefully five years,
1: right? So you know. Uh, it's it's a lot. It is a lot. And there's no way around it. Six hundred
0: dollars a year is what that comes out to.
1: Yeah. Um, Which is definitely it,
0: it's yeah, it's more than more than a phone.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's also worth saying you're gonna well, be in Dongle Town because it's all USB C. Actually, know?
0: you know, it's not more than a phone if you do the phone every year. Yeah. But if you're in the upgrade program, then it is more than a phone.
1: Yeah. Um you know, and like a lot of people, my uh, iPad Pro is a really, really great machine. Um, I used it for a column the other day that I was writing because my MacBook keyboard was broken, so I wrote it on my iPad instead. Huh. It was it was hard fact-checking it with, you know, because you've got one window up and you're researching in the other and you're copying and pasting notes over for your editor. It's not as good as a MacBook, but the keyboard functions. Um, so I, I think for a lot of people, you could spend, uh, you know, around 1400 on an iPad Pro and get a really good machine if you want to.
0: Here's the deal breaker for me. Um, is You did mention dongles, uh, and I did not take this into account when you said that, but now I am. I work with SD cards a lot, and okay. this does not have an SD card slot. So Correct. for video editing work, that does make it it not challenging because the the you know the dongles and accessories exist but extremely annoying
1: yeah i would say how much do you think the apple uh dongle adapter costs for 1 a... million dollars <laughs> it's it's slightly less than that i mean, okay. seriously like so it's got a uh, power through port so you can charge it while you're in Donkeltown. <laughs> it's got a uh, one USB slot and it's got HDMI and an SD card slot. How much do you think that costs?
0: Uh, fifty bucks.
1: I spent seventy nine. on <gasps> that. Oh no! So you know you're just yeah, I, I,
0: here's the thing. As yeah. a video editor, there take away my thunderbolt. No, sorry, sorry. Take away my MegSafe charging. Fine. Take away, um, you know, the USB slots. Fine. I would like HDMI to connect out to monitors, yeah. uh, and I would like an SD card slot so that I can work with yeah. footage straight off the camera. I, those and yeah. th- those are two things it does not have. Um, and I do realize, you know, I think pretty much every video editor who was hired to this company after uh, the new. MacBooks without the ports came out, does have a, a laptop. They're, they are dealing with that reality right now. Um, yeah. But I don't want to. So cer- certainly, like, if the company says, hey, we're, we, you have to give up this laptop, we are getting you a new one, <laughs> I will do it. But yeah. of my own volition, with my own funds, not. Nah.
1: I mean it's I have carried that $79 dongle in my purse every day for 4 years. So dangerous. Right? And I've bought it twice because I lost one. Um and it it's worth saying there are third party ones you can buy. Um they work fine. They're not white. <laughs> you know, um big deal. Um, there is something I really do like about the USB-C design that forces you to go to Donkeltown, uh. which is if you are. Um, so when I record with my MacBook, uh, we are going through. Um, we have like basically a uh, a professional monitor, uh, a three hundred dollar monitor switching station at my office, so you can walk in, plunk your MacBook down, and then connect it to. Uh, an Apple monitor with uh you know five u s b ports on the back of it, and what I like about this design is if you're using something that's very very processor intensive like if it's uh encoding f c p or something you can actually plug a second power brick into it and it will keep the computer uh-huh. like charging like have you ever done that thing when your laptop is running so high that even though it's plugged in it it drains? This will get around that, and I like that. I've been there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's super interesting. This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Pingdom. The holiday shopping season, Boxing Day, and Black Friday are coming for you. We're going to be looking out for some good deals. Uh, When I'm looking for good deals, say when I'm shopping online, there's nothing worse than a shopping cart fail. Or for the website to suddenly be unavailable. Or for your eBay auction to close without you realizing it's ending. But that's a different topic for a different time. Pingdom will let you know the moment your website goes down in whatever way is best for you. Use transaction monitoring to get alerted when cart checkout forms and login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. You can also customize how you're alerted and who gets alerted depending on the severity of the outage. To learn more about that, go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM Oh, and right there, you get a 14-day free trial. You can sign up for that with no credit card required. Um, And then when you do sign up for Pingdom, you can use the code ROCKET at checkout to get a 30% off your first invoice. That's a lot. Thank you so much, Pingdom, for your support of this show. And RelayFM, that URL, again, is P-I-N-G-D-O-M dot com slash RelayFM and the code uh, ROCKET. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts to add about the uh, le, le nouveau MacBook Pro?
1: I mean overall this is this is the first time in a long time that I I think if I were looking to buy a 15 inch MacBook, I would be interested in it. I just I personally can say for me having an iMac and an iPad pro is a better combination because you have a pro machine at the office that you can dump large files into, and they have a portable machine that you can do a lot of work with. So that works for me. I mean, how do you feel? Do you think that there's value there?
0: I think there's definitely value there, but um, not for me with my own money, if that makes
1: sense. Yep. Fair enough.
0: All right, let's talk some Black Friday deals. <laughs> So what we're going to do, we're going to go through some of the phone and switch deals that are being offered for Black Friday. We're going to tell you what we think of them. First of all, Bree, do you have any uh, Black Friday sucks?
1: I'm very anti-Black Friday, personally. Um, And I think for the reason, I mean... They wouldn't be offering you these deals if they didn't make more money overall. Mm-hmm. And I think most of the time, it's it's a trap. Uh, the one Good Friday, Black Friday deal I've seen is uh, my husband and I needed some appliances. And we waited and waited and waited to buy it until Black Friday and then got a bunch of air conditioners for practically nothing. That was a good experience. Wow. So most Most of the rest of the time, it's like, you know, it's a, a really good example. Uh, Walmart is having a sale on uh, the uh, the arcade one-up cabinets that I love. Uh, you know, and you can go there and pick up these games on Black Friday for $75. But is this really something you would buy otherwise? Does that make sense? It's like, I think a lot of the time you're buying stuff you don't need.
0: Yeah. And I think on the, the flip side, here's a, a deal that is... Not good, or maybe it maybe it is, kind of depends on if you read the front print or not, and it's the Nintendo Switch Mario Kart 8 Deluxe deal yep. uh, that Nintendo's doing this year. So it's the Nintendo Switch bundled with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is a wonderful console and a wonderful, wonderful game for uh, $299, which uh, is fine. I think it's just the regular price of the Switch, except... Yeah. This bundle is the old Nintendo Switch model, uh, which was replaced with a model that has better battery life this very year. So I don't, I don't partic- like this is the perfect quintessential example of a, a company saying here's a bundle of something we want to get rid of
1: <laughs> yeah no you're dead on yeah. um, i think if you don't have a switch uh even at four hundred dollars it's a fantastic deal um you're probably gonna buy mario kart anyway so yep. um i think this is a good deal if you don't have a switch or want a second switch uh how do you feel about it
0: the battery life has been doubled in the new model
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, mu- how much are you saving? A hundred dollars?
0: I think you might not be saving anything. And I'm just going to double check really quick. Um, because I was just looking this up the other day because I keep wanting to buy switches for my friends. And then I'm like, no, you dummy. You can't <laughs> afford to give your friends $300 gifts. Um, you dum dumb. Um, Okay yeah, right. a regular the, the switch, normal is switch is
1: $300. So you're getting Mario Kart for free. So Mario Kart for sec- free. Yeah.
0: But lower battery life.
1: Yeah, I the thing about the switch is that battery does burn quickly in the original. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you're yeah. carrying it around by necessity. Yeah, obviously you are. Uh okay, but that being said there are a lot of games that are on sale, um like Super Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, which are all fantastic and donkey kong country tropical freeze so those deals are out there um but not from places that ethically i can purchase things from such as amazon yeah. <laughs> GameStop, also, which is failing yeah. and walmart
1: yeah. games uh, poor 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 gamestop target
0: um, i think does have a pretty good track record so i i would i would shop target
1: yeah that's fair um I also think if you're looking to get into the Switch, uh, you know, Mario Kart Eight is that I mean it's a remake of a Wii U title, which is pretty old, right? So is that really the the first game that you'd really want to get for a Switch? Um, personally,
0: yes, because I I think it's one of those games that, like you said, you're gonna get anyway because if you're going to a party or, for example, going home to visit your step parent. Um, and they're like, I want to play that Mario Kart, you got to have it. And you're going to end up spending $60 for it because Nintendo doesn't do sales on their first-party games. So for me, having a deal where you can get Mario Kart for free, that rules. Even though it's an old game, it honestly still looks great and plays great. That being said, if you can get the, the the new battery switch exists out there, so it is kind of ridiculous to me. Uh I mean they're clearly just trying to move stock.
1: Right. And also it's worth saying you're gonna have to factor in a uh, SD card to add to your switch because it will fill up very fast with all the awesome games. That is absolutely um, true. So I would I think I would have to say pass on this. Um go with the normal switch and um you know there, there are cheaper ways to get Mario Kart.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about some phones then. Yeah. Because there are some iPhone 11 deals. Um, Let's see. Verizon, AT&T, and Sprint have their own deals where if you activate a new line with an installment plan, you can get the phone for $500, which is definitely cheap. That being said, it does kind of, it's predicated on the idea of you needing a new line,
1: so, so I have something to say about this. Yeah, um, I recently moved my phone over from AT and T to Verizon. I talked about it on the show um, because AT and T was just absolutely predatory in the way that they treated me. Oh, yeah. One thing that disturbed me, and the one caveat I would say with this, and I I'm not sure it's true, but this would worry me is I brought in my iPhone 11 Pro, right? And they're like, oh, we're going to credit you $500 for this particular device because you brought your own device. And then magically, all of their sign-up fees and stuff <gasps> to establish that new line ended up costing exactly the credit that they ended up giving me. So, um, you know, I that is what makes me very worrisome about this particular deal, if that makes sense.
0: yeah. That is uh, sneaky and unfortunate.
1: I was a little upset. Yeah. I would
0: be peeved. <laughs> I'd be peeved as hell. Speaking of which, actually, I have some uh, updates on my own iPhone purchasing. Um, my the iPhone that the iPhone eight that I mailed back to Apple got lost in the mail, what? or rather, the box arrived at <gasps> Apple without the iPhone in it. What? So they are investigating now. They called me the like at first. I, I got a notification that said your trade-in has been canceled because the phone didn't get to us in time. So that was like the 200 bucks that I got off for the old iPhone. And I was like a little miffed about that because I I think I had sent it back in time, but I was kind of like, oh, I can't deal with this right now. Like how I don't even remember technically what day I sent it. So how can I prove that I did? Uh, Because I didn't take photos or anything, which is my own dumb fault. But then they called me and they're like, hey, we got the box did you put a phone in this box? And oh I was my like God. Um, I did not I mean I did I did put a phone in this box I did not not put a phone in that box. How interesting. Um, so I might actually get my money after all but the unfortunate part of that is that no one is getting a phone. Um, so it's a really really good thing. A reminder to all of you do factory wipe your phones before sending them yeah. back to Apple. Because I did, and I'm really glad that I did.
1: Uh, It seems very, I mean, my guess would be, I mean, you're obviously trustworthy. So my guess here would be that someone, Apple sends it to you, and it's got, tell me if this is the case with you, like a plain box. It's not labeled like Apple, but it's recognizable. My guess is someone at the post office saw that and stole your phone from your box and then sent it on its way. That would be my guess. What do you
0: Someone think? Someone somewhere between New York and California did do that thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it sucks. That's uh, up. And it took me forever to figure out how to use that box, too. Wow. Um, but anyway, so that is my own little problem. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not I yeah, I'm not totally sold on these particular iPhone 11 deals. It looks like Best Buy also has one um Okay, it looks like Best Buy has one where you can trade in your old model for the iPhone 11, um, and then the after your installment plan is paid off, the final price will be two hundred bucks, which is not bad. But that that's kind of worded in a way that makes me want to read the fine print a little more.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, it's it's less than sub thirty a month for at Best Buy. So like ranging from twenty nine to twenty three bucks a month. Oh yo, Brie. We've got what? a one year of Apple T V plus deal with that though.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, but then you're enabling the slaughter of net neutrality, (laughs) which is why they do that. Oh no! Yeah, I I think
0: what this segment is going to be called is Black Friday is unethical. Actually,
1: (laughs) (laughs) well, it is. It it adds to rampant consumerism, which is destroying the planet and contributing to global warming. I'm afraid to say. And like, here's
0: the thing: I feel like at a certain time, maybe there were genuinely good deals. But it feels like year after year, as Black Friday has become more of a huge thing, the deals have been more superficial,
1: um, yeah.
0: and the, there's just been less to ring out of the event. Because I'm not going to call it a holiday, because it shouldn't yeah. be a freaking holiday. Uh, there's less to ring out of it than I feel like there were previous years.
1: Yeah, there's a there's an old saying in the Apple community, and it's the the right time to get a new Mac is when you actually need one. Mm-hmm. And I think that really applies for phones. I mean, functionally here in the United States, we have a duopoly, uh, AT and T and Verizon. Maybe the Sprint uh, T Mobile merger will make it a triopoly, but who knows? Um, the bottom yeah. line is everybody's gonna get paid. And you're going to be screwed. I mean, that's that's unfortunately the bottom line. So um, don't don't buy the phone unless you've really thought through it and you really need it.
0: How about this, Bree? Okay. Google Pixel 4 or 4XL with uh, an installment plan on Verizon or AT&T. If you buy it through Target, they'll give you a $300 gift card.
1: That is a pretty good deal. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah,
0: three hundred bucks is a lot.
1: Yeah, and from Target, so there's not going to be any strings attached with that. But um, it's AT
0: and T. Yeah, or um, Verizon.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean, is it so you're locked into one of those carriers if you buy yep, it? I think so. Yeah, um but 300 that's non trivial. I I I would feel good advocating for that one actually. That's all
0: your Christmas shopping done because you have 300 <laughs> bucks to just go hog wild at Target. Yeah. Um yeah, it looks like there are a few others so 200 off all uh Pixel 4 or 4 XL configurations. Uh they they've got like 599 at Amazon, Best Buy and B&H and then the XL at 699 at the above. Eh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not thrilled
1: about it. You're not feeling it?
0: I'm not feeling it. I want 300 target dollars.
1: <laughs> yep. I agree. <laughs> But then, you know, the Pixel 4 is probably the best, uh, you know, it's probably the best Android phone you could buy. So, yeah. that's okay. All right. So, Simone, how do you feel, last one, how do you feel about $75 arcade one-up captains? Oh. So, you can play Space Invaders, Street Fighter, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, Final Fight. Like, are you old enough to appreciate those at all? How do you feel for about Three,
0: I think that that is a really good price for those okay. things.
1: Okay. Oh, also, you can get TMNT, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade, with both the, uh, the original and the sequel, Turtles in Time. That is $250. Wow.
0: All right. All right.
1: Okay. One caveat, though. That if you go for that price, these are so short that you will have to spend $40 on a riser to bring <gasps> it up to a level where you can actually play it. So Why
0: can't I sit on a very tall stool?
1: You could do that. You could definitely do that. That would have to be a short stool to work.
0: Well, this episode of Rocket is also brought to you by Hrefs. Whether you work for a big brand, run your own small business, or do freelance work, getting traffic to your website is always a challenge. There's so much competition out there, y'all. Ahrefs is an all-in-one SEO tool set that solves that problem. It gives you the tools you need to rank your website in Google and get tons of search traffic. Uh, I know SEO is super intimidating because we're talking about it all the time at Polygon, trying to get, you know, juice up the articles so that people can see them and get the good stories and read the good stuff. Uh, But for me, a person who doesn't really know anything about SEO, it can be very intimidating and scary. So anything that uncovers that. Is great in my book. Ahrefs uncovers how your competitors are getting traffic and why, and you can see the pages and content that send them the most traffic. And you can get estimated search volumes with their keywords with Ahrefs Keywords Explorer tool, so you can see how well a piece of content is likely to perform before you even write the dang thing. Ahrefs have. Ahrefs has a ton of useful stuff like Content Explorer, which can help you find guest blogging opportunities, and Rank Tracker, which lets you track your progress on keywords. It'll also pick up broken backlinks and help you fix them, which is huge. Take a mystery, take the mystery. There's only one. It's how the hell it works. Take the mystery out of SEO. Go to Ahrefs.com right now. That is A-H-R-E-F-S dot com. Sign up for their seven-day trial for just $7. Get reports on your website. See what's performing well and figure out your next move. Whether you have a personal website you want to get a following on or if your company needs more traffic to convert into sales. Check out hrefs now. Go to hrefs.com and get that seven dollar trial. Thank you so much, hrefs, for their support of Rocket and Relay FM. Uh let's talk about that new Pokemon. Oh How do you feel God. about that?
1: As soon as I get done recording this with you, I'm gonna go play it. What, did are you okay? We gotta ask, because this this determines if we're friends. Did you are you gonna get Pokemon uh Shield or Pokemon Sword?
0: I am still deciding. I'm I leaned towards shield initially um because I like the design of that dog better. But listen to me. My f- coworker Julia Lee linked us in Slack today to an article about the different exclusives, the different exclusive yep. Pokemon for each game. Yep. And she did this with good intentions. She did this to help us make a decision. Obviously, that's how you know you see what Pokemon are in each game you choose. It only made it worse. I don't know what to get now. All of them look good. All the Pokemon are good. And I want I don't want to buy two freaking Pokemon games. That's a hundred and you know, Nintendo, they sell a bundle. They sell a bundle with two games. It's $124. I don't wanna do that. I want one Pokemon game, but I want all the Pokemon. I understand that's not how it is. It's not how it's ever been. But it's hard. What one did you choose?
1: <laughs> so, but even if you bought the bundle, this is why I don't care about the bundle. You can't, I mean, forgive me if I'm I'm wrong about this, but can you transfer it between copies of the same game on the device? Like I it would have to be have to on another Switch twice. anyway, right? But even if you played all the way through it twice, how do you get the exclusive Pokemon from one side of your Switch? To the other you, side of the switch,
0: no, you just have them in two different games. Wait, right.
1: that's so dumb.
0: So, but what like, you can do, you get a
1: friend who has the other the
0: other version of the game, right. and you get them to breed and or ditto copy Pokemon, and then you trade them.
1: Right. So this was this was my thinking process. So no. usually, when a new Pokemon game comes out, I I go okay, reverse psychology. Everybody is getting like you know Pokemon Ruby because Ruby is a cooler sounding word than Sapphire. So then I go Sapphire, right? Yeah. Everybody's getting Pokemon X because X is a cooler letter than Y. So I get Pokemon Y. Yeah. But with this one, I looked at the exclusive Pokemon. And in my opinion, my humble opinion, all the exclusive designs in in Shield suck. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm on the sword train.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> But S.H.I.E.L.D. has Galarian Ponyta. And as my coworker Susanna Polo, who is very educated, put it, if a game lets me have a unicorn, I buy it.
1: That's fair. And that was a big, yuck. see, now you making honestly, me feel I made bad decisions. Honestly,
0: that may be the only one that pushes me towards S.H.I.E.L.D. Because looking at the, like, surfetched sword. That thing I, rules. I want it.
1: So we got to get into the topic, right? oh, yeah, I have, the topic. To, I have to know your opinion about one more thing first. Tell me. I don't understand this about my husband at all. He is obsessed with Pokemon Go, just like you were obsessed with Pokemon Go. Hardcore plays it every single day. He freaking tapes his iPhone to a train oh. on tracks to just drive around the house to generate miles to oh, hatch eggs. Oh, my God. That is how hardcore my husband is. And I'm like, Frank— don't you want to graduate to a real Pokemon game? Here, you've got your own Switch. Why not try this? And he's like, nah, not interesting. It's boring, repetitive gameplay. And I'm like, what? You play Pokemon Go.
0: What? Am Frank I-? is in denial. Right. You are right. You are Thank you. 100% in the right. You've done nothing wrong. Frank <laughs> is out of his mind. Pokemon Go yep. has a strange spell that it casts on people. You know, it's not even his fault because he's not in control right now. The game is in control. And I think you just have to kind of meet him where he is, be open, forgive him, and hopefully you guys can see the other side of this.
1: I I hope so. I hope so. Okay, so let's talk about the controversy.
0: Yeah, let's do that. So this (laughs) game has really become a, a flashpoint for a certain segment of longtime Pokemon fans, some of whom are behaving more rationally than others. Um, so the controversy kind of started when Game Freak, the developer, announced that they weren't going to include all of the 800 plus Pokemon in this game, um, and people who have been playing Pokemon games for like 20 years, some of them got pretty upset because they might have been storing, say, like reams of shiny Pokemon, importing them from game to game to game. Um, some that they've had since childhood, for example, if they're that age. Um, and it's kind—it's of, been a huge core of the series that these Pokemon could come over. Um, unfortunately, the, like, I think legitimate kind of feeling of disappointment that might come with that has been mired up in a lot of very extreme overreactions, um, combined with some mistranslations of, uh, interviews with the Japanese developers to English, um, about features in the game that Game Freak has supposedly, like, quote-unquote lied about, um, And basically it's erupted into people, like Game Freak had said, uh, they are not including all the Pokemon because it's it's gotten to a point where it's difficult to balance and they want to limit that and focus on being able to do, like, different animations and add different kinds of gameplay, which they ostensibly have done. This kind of spun out into a controversy where people were like, okay, they're saying it's going to have top-notch animations and graphics, but uh, look at it, you can see the shadow dithering. Um, some other the animations look like garbage blah 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 Uh, which like sorry I'm I'm clear I'm showing my hand here I have have a a certain opinion about this but um, and anyway yes people are getting very heated towards the developers but then also towards other people who are fans of the game who are purchasing the game because they don't give a crap about that kind of thing people are calling out other fans for supporting a quote-unquote lazy developer. And it's just, it's so, to me it is ridiculous. And I think my one of my coworkers put it really well when she said I, that the tension, I think, lies in this. It lies in people having been fan of Pokemon games for a long time and wanting the games to grow up with them. While the games themselves yeah. still remain essentially quite simple games for children. And yep. the graphics have never been like top notch, next gen level graphics, the gameplay has never been complex. And so it, it, it's kind of strange. It, it kind of feels like all of these issues that, and, and desires that people have had for the series for a long time, because they're outgrowing the series because they're adults, are coming to a head at this moment.
1: <laughs> they're adults? What? Well, okay. <laughs> sorry. they're yeah. not acting okay. like it.
0: Um, but yeah, that, that, that's kind of my, my messy summary of this situation.
1: I have a couple of just, just, just facts to throw out there for you. Wow. So this is, this is a fact. This is verified by journalists. There are 807 Pokemon uh, before this came out. 807. And it is a journalistic fact that maybe 500 of them are, are good. <laughs> <Like they're, laughs> all 807 of them are not good. Um, also, I feel like uh, the people upset about this have forgotten their history. Because uh, there have been edge cases that have allowed you to transfer some of the games from... There was a GBA uh, single cable that came out that let you transfer it to the DS. But ultimately, people end up having to hack it to bring the games from Game Boy. You know, Game Boy games running in an SP, (laughs) Game Boy Advance SP, to go into the DS. And then from there, you could put it in the DS, use the DSi version get the Pokemon bank and transfer it into the 3DS. Like it's always been edge cases to, to bring these along. So this is not the first time the Pokemon like officially has said, you know what? We're, we're, we're capping it here. This is a new system. You need to catch these Pokemon again. Um, I am someone, I caught all the Pokemon in, uh, Pokemon, uh, uh, Alpha Omega, uh, Omega. What was it? Omega Ruby, uh, Sapphire? Whatever that one was, uh, the one that came after Pokemon X Y on 3DS. That took me literally three years to do. Wow. Um, and I, I'm very invested in that game save, obviously. But I, I kind of like the idea of Nintendo saying, you know what, let's. This is a new system. The Switch is the most successful Nintendo handheld in a long time. And this is really the move between Pokemon being on a portable system and being on Nintendo's premier console. This is a point for us to all take a break and start reintroducing these Pokemon. Um, And I'm completely fine with that.
0: Yeah, and I was like initially I think more scornful of this Dexit issue. Um Dexit. until I <laughs> that's what people are calling it, it's freaking great. Um oh. until I realized I had a friend who was like, Yeah, actually I do I am kinda sad because I do have Pokemon that I would like to bring in. Um and I was like, Okay, actually you, yeah, I, 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 I can sympathize with that. You have you know, you you identify as like a, a Pokemon, um professor, basically, and wanting to, like, collect all of them, and that's important to you. But what I I can't get behind is the people who are just so vitriolic towards the developers and, like, picking apart all their statements and using their words to justify whatever problem they have with the game. Like, they've said it'll have improved graphics, but look at these crappy shadows. Uh, it looks better than previous Pokemon games. Let's not get out of hand here. Um, and they have genuinely added a lot of new features, which I'm really excited to explore. Um, One of those being it has a huge open world called the Wild Area, which my coworker Julia Lee is playing through right now. And she's just really excited about it because it, for the first time, she feels like she's genuinely exploring and like just having fun wandering around in a Pokemon game. And because they took out the, um, like the uh, normal encounter system where you, Run in you, you don't realize you're about to run into a Pokemon, but then you run into a Pokemon, you battle or run away, whatever. They took that out. You can see the Pokemon wandering around in the wild area. So you can choose to approach them and fight them. Um, some of them are too high level, and you just have to, like, book it, and they'll chase you, which kind of is funny and great. Um, but it offers, I think, more exploration. And then plus, they've also added different kinds of uh, challenges in the gyms, where one of the examples that Nicole Carpenter wrote about in her review was there's a gym where you have to herd Mareep into a pen um, as the challenge. And just the image of that, there's a a quick clip of it in the most recent trailer where the Mareep are just rolling around. And I was like, oh, heck yeah. Actually, puzzles? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Give that to me. So it's not like they haven't added new mechanics. It's not like they haven't improved the animations. Um, And it's not like At its core, it's not what a Pokemon game has always been, which is collecting Pokemon and battling them. It's still all of those things. I think it's just that people have kind of reached a a point where it's no longer a logical objection to what those games are. It's purely emotional.
1: Do you know what the biggest irony of all of this is, Simone? (laughs) Tell me. Pokemon, the villains in the new Pokemon, it's not Team Rocket. It's not Team Skull. It is a commentary on the YouTube rabid fandom era. <laughs> where the people, the villains in this game are people who have been excited by this this angry entitled mom online. <laughs> and it's like you've become the fan- thing in That's the hilarious. game you were complaining about so i mean and I'll let's be very clear there are fair critiques of this pokemon game your own publication has pointed out the fact that yeah you know, this is a game that um it is geared towards players like me that get very into perfect iv uh, individual values of your pokemon and really thinking through the high level battle mechanics that is more of what this game is geared toward. The story is weaker than some of the past entries. Uh, I haven't played it yet, so I can't say that's my opinion, but I can say many places have done that. So mm-hmm. it just feels that by focusing on this one aspect, I think they're really missing the forest for the trees. Yeah.
0: There's a really great, uh, funny video that I will put in these show notes. Um But it's one guy in the video, but he's acting as a bunch of different people. And one of the people is a a, a rabid Pokemon fan who's going up to the other guy and saying, like, they cut cut half the Pokemon. There are only 400 Pokemon to catch in this game. And the other guy goes, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I was only going to catch 20 and then quit. (laughs) 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 Which I think is, like, the perfect. That's too real. Yeah. And as soon as he put it in those words, I was like, oh, my God, 400 Pokemon is so goddamn many Pokemon. That's a
1: lot of Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever like, filled out your Pokedex... Like, I get that there were Pokedex, but come on. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever filled out your Pokedex before, oh my God, it is so much work. This is going to take you years to so shut up. Like... Yeah. Oh my gosh. I uh. mean, maybe they should have given you access to the Pokemon Bank, which is, I mean, it is a charged service that Nintendo does uh, to, to basically keep all your Pokemon. So... Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't when know. When they
0: shut up, call me when they shut off the servers. That'll be upsetting. Yeah.
1: Can I just say one last thing here? Someone actually put through a, an official White House petition. <laughs> Oh no! So, so this is a leftover remnant of Obama's uh, Obama's time, where you can start a petition on the White House, and you can, if it gets enough likes, people respond to it. Which is why the the, the Obama administration had to put out an official reaction to citizens asking us to construct a Death Star. <gasps> so there are people that started an official thing asking Donald Trump to ban. Pokemon Sun Shield and not let it be sold in America. It yes. hasn't gotten Death Star levels of traction. But um, I actually think this is a problem that's within our president's uh, skill set to address. Literally, so, this is the
0: only problem I ever want to hear him talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like Drop he could everything do this. else.
0: I hope he focuses yeah. entirely on this issue.
1: That would be good for the country. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and this episode of Rocket is also brought to you by Hover, one of this show's longest running sponsors, which is super, super true. When you have that one big idea, where do you go? Well, for a ton of entrepreneurs, I almost said entrepreneurs. That's not even a word. I invented it. I'm a genius. Entrepreneurs, Hover is that big leap because your business starts with a domain name. Hover has over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. So no matter what you want to build, there is a domain name I'm just waiting. Out there for you. And they have excellent technical support to answer any questions that you might have. And they're dedicated to getting you online, not upselling you, they also, guess what? The hits keep coming. They've got free Whois privacy so the bad guys don't get your info. They have a clean UI, which is so, so wonderful and important. They're, they have monthly sales on popular top-level domains as well. It's easy to see why Hover is the popular choice for people who are starting businesses. All right. I'm going to do a little experiment here because I just invented a word and it was entrepreneurs. Um, so I'm just going to find out if I can make an intrapreneur website. Um, obviously, holy crap, I can get intrapreneur.online for $4.99. It's on sale right now. There are a lot of sales. There are sales on tech there's a five dollar sale on tech right now uh, I hope that there still is when you're hearing this there's a sale on art which seems expensive and of course there are sales on me which is also you know super important um, Wow there are a lot of entrepreneur ah oh, what a good word um, websites that I could I could start today and I'm just scrolling through all the URLs that I could possibly have for my amazing entrepreneur website. Um, And there are a lot of choices, but obviously I would go with intrapreneur.art because that's what this is. Wow. And then I would just click the big plus button and I'd have a website URL. We know that you like intuitive user experiences and things that work right out of the box. So you will appreciate Hover. Like I said, super easy to use. I literally Googled, like and Googled. Wow. (laughs) I literally searched on their website the URL I wanted while I was talking to you um, and hopefully you're not super bored. But no no matter how bored you are, you understand that Hover is easy to navigate and that's important to me. Buy your domain and start using it today. Go to hover.com slash rocket and get a 10% discount on all new purchases. That URL one more time is hover.com slash rocket. Make a name for yourself with Hover. Thank you so much Hover for sponsoring this episode of Rocket and Relay FM. Brianna Wu, what are you doing this week?
1: Oh, my gosh. So, it is 20 degrees, (gasps) and I'm going to be out in Boston in 20-degree weather, knocking on doors and talking about democracy. Uh, And in between that, I'm going to watch the new version of the morning show and play some Pokemon.
0: Hey, what starter are you choosing? I don't think we talked about that weirdly enough. Uh
1: what's the is it burn bunny? What's the the bunny score with the score bunny? Score bunny. Absolut. Come on. Why would you pick anyone else? That is by far the uh, cuz Grookey
0: rules and he's a cute little monkey and him him hit with stick.
1: All right. All right. Anyway, well, I tell you, we'll you agree to get disagree. shield. You get shield and we will trade all the the non-exclusive pokemon back and forth. How does that sound?
0: This reassures me. I appreciate this. Yes. Okay. Um. This week, I'm going wild. I'm I'm working on so much stuff for our upcoming pilots, our Quibi pilots, um, and also the (laughs) video about control that I've been talking about for like two months now. Did they finally
1: the, the expansion? Is that out yet? Yeah, photo mode's out now.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so you can take the most beautiful photos. This game rules. Like, I've been replaying it to capture some footage for the video um, and watching a lot of trailers. And I'm just, like, still so stunned at how good this game looks, at how cool it feels to play. Um, I did put it at number two on my personal game of the year list because Wilmot's Warehouse really just destroyed me for a bit there. But I don't know. I think... It's just a really good game y'all so
1: it it really is yeah. um just i i really i think Jesse faden is one of she's just so well written and i she's not a sexualized uh woman character in this game and the the world building is amazing friend of the show anna McGill was part of the nar- narrative design of this game she is ridiculously talented um and i just this is I this is by far one of my favorite games I've played in a long time. I do think the ending is a little weak, but I really feel like Control 2 could build on the 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 failings of this game if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I definitely I I think there are definitely certain things that I could <laughs> pinpoint like I, I want more opportunities to gather to xp farm so i can level up which yep. i really shouldn't complain about in 2019 because so many other <laughs> games just have like 100% grind and it's like yeah but um yeah yeah I, i'm really i i hope that it's going to be a very successful new ip
1: oh yeah yeah don't you think the level design kind of twists upon itself a little bit too much like i don't know it's i know it well enough to never like it's get lost at this point Yeah,
0: yeah. I I have a lot of feelings, actually, because just because my video is all about the architecture, um, I and I it's so hard to explain when you're not the one playing it. But I think based on the size of the rooms you're in and what kind of door you're going through, you take a certain you make a certain expectation about what the next room is going to look like. And control is really good at upsetting that expectation and, like, oh, yeah. taking you through a door into a ro- from a large room into a room that's suddenly tiny. And then you're like, oh, this is so weird. And then there's a single door at the far end of that room, and it looks like a <laughs> back door to, like, a, a janitor's <laughs> closet or something. You go through that door, and it's, like, a large, lavish office. Or you're going down a hall, and you think you're going towards one thing, but actually you need to, like— slip in a tiny side door to go to the big thing that you're going to and it's just so good at completely upsetting your idea of space and your expectations about what kind of room you're going into and i think that that makes so much sense
1: for what the the building is yeah could not agree anymore Uh, anyway great game (laughs) where can we find you online so, you can find me online at Brianna Wu on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at developer Brianna Wu. And, you know, this is uh, this is a really critical time for my campaign. Uh, we're building out a canvassing operation. Obviously, we cannot ask people to go out in 20 degree weather. Uh, you know, we're, we're Democrats. We want to pay people, you know, compensate them fairly uh, for their work. So, uh, if you want to help us uh, get there, you can do that by going to supportbrianna.com.
0: All right. You can find me on Twitter at Doom Quasar and at youtube.com slash polygon, where I promise my face will appear more <laughs> in the coming future. Um, <laughs> and thank you so much for listening to this show. As always, hey, stop laughing at me. If you I just want like, to- there's
1: a video of just your face, like there. It's just, yeah. yes. it's just my face. That's our new brand
0: strategy now. It's just my face. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you listen to this show, please, because we really appreciate that uh, that visibility. Um, and, of course, tell a friend about it as well, because that's really cool of you. Thanks so much for listening. This episode of Rockets is terminated. Terminated.